I've got six. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Literally, as soon as I hit live, Jacqueline's like, oh, God, I have to sneeze. This is my life. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Jacqueline's sneezing at the most inopportune times. That's yeah. just. Although not as bad as what you sent me on Instagram. Facts. Shocked that's never happened yet. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So we are here. We are live. We are alive, I guess you could say. Barely. Barely alive. Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. <laughs> um, so we are really excited to talk to you about this podcast, not necessarily because of the game, but because of our trip. <laughs> but Jacqueline has some news about the what's going on in her apartment currently. Oh, God. Well, yeah. do you hear this? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, y'all probably are not going to see a cameo from any of the cats today because they're all currently hiding because I am dog sitting my friend Allie and Ashton's dogs, which Allie has like a, come here, pancake. Come here. Pancake's a little like, uh, I don't even know. I think she's like a mini greyhound chihuahua mix, which if you think that sounds odd, it is. Come here, cake. There's pancake. Oh my. Yeah. Pancake. And then the, the big sigh you heard was Goose. Come here, Goose. Goose is a big Irish setter. Oh, wow. Well, you see him. Yeah, so it's just another day in the life here with, with all, the, all the animals. At what point do you, or what point are you able to classify your apartment as a certified zoo? Like how many animals do you actually have to have in your apartment at one time? I think we're close. I think we're almost there. Those poor cats are going to not have a good weekend. You know, actually McGonagall really likes Goose. It just takes him a little while to warm up. Mm -hmm. so they'll probably be snuggling on the couch, but the other cats don't like them. <laughs> I love it. I got gotta love it. Gotta love it. But you're really sweet for watching your friends. Two, two yeah. dogs. Um, along with your own animals. Yeah. yeah. Only two nights, so. Yeah. That's really nice of you. Again, in your tiny little apartment. Um, well, it's not tiny, but, you know. For this many animals, it's a little small. Correct, yeah. Anyway, so, okay, so let's let's dive right into, talk about our Whack Vegas adventures. Um, we don't have much, a lot of time to, to kind of diddle-daddle with random stuff. So uh, let's just dive right in. So obviously, like you probably saw on all of the platforms, all of the social medias, we were in Whack Vegas. Duh. Uh, we went on Wednesday and came back on month. Well, basically Tuesday uh, morning at 3 a.m. We finally made it back to Jacqueline's apartment in Tyler. Um, it was a long travel day on Monday with 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 many, not many uh, delays, but just one major delay that kind of uh, made us extremely late getting home to Texas, to East Texas. Um, so anyway, we get there on on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, we went to Vegas, Corey. Uh, it was a great time. We really enjoyed it. It was, you know, we hung out with a couple cool people, a uh, couple of not so cool people. I'm just kidding. Um, we're not going to talk about everything, Corey. There are going to be some things that are kept to ourselves, but we're just going to give a quick overview of what we did during this time period. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we got there on Wednesday, uh, enjoyed a lovely meal at Guy Fieri's, uh, a little restaurant there at our hotel. We stayed at the Link, which is, if you don't know what the Link is, it's really not hard to find. It's literally the, the hotel with the huge ass fare as well. That's the easiest way to describe it on the Strip. And so we enjoyed a nice little dinner, early dinner. I had a humongous mac and cheese burger. And I think Jacqueline had a turkey burger, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we ate and then basically just kind of like hung out. And then we actually went to get our uh, credentials. We had our media credentials and we went and actually and watched the, what game was that? I don't even remember. We watched Abilene Christian play Utah Valley to see who we were going to play. 
That's right. That's right. Okay. I was like, I knew we went, I know we went and saw a game. I just don't remember who was playing, but yes. Okay. Um, which was fun and exciting. Saw some people again. We, uh, in passing past, uh, one of the New Mexico state fans who follows us on, on Twitter, which was really nice. Um, so met him momentarily. Um, I just wanted like to say the Orleans arena whole environment there was, is just a great, it's a great spot. Um, obviously it'd be nicer if it was closer to the strip. So that way we wouldn't have to like Uber there 35 times. Um, but at the same time, it's still a nice little arena. I mean, it's good. It's a good size. Um, it fit everybody nicely. It was, it was ran well by the WAC, um, by all the administration and the WAC. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought it was nice. It was a decent spot. Like I said, it was, it was closer to where we were staying, but that was just a personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, huh? It would have been nice. <laughs> would have been nice. It would have been nice. But yeah, so so the, the the trip to begin was was really good. We had a nice time on Wednesday. We probably went to bed a little too early. I'm not gonna that sounds weird, but like we totally passed out. I don't know what happened, what was going on. I think we just were super tired from traveling and then we went out and then we literally went to bed super early and we, that was not expected for the first night in Vegas. Um, and so Thursday obviously was the game. So and that at that point, our Uber Andy was in town and he got there and we basically went to this amazing brunch. If you've ever had brunch at um, the, Ur- the Wicked Spoon in the Cosmo, if you haven't, you have to go immediately next time you go to Vegas. Like that is the first place you go for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, we went for breakfast, but it was basically like brunch because we had bottomless mimosas. We had, I mean, Wicked Spoon pretty much has every meal you could absolutely think of. Yeah, they have like breakfast items, lunch, dinner items, all different mm-hmm. types of cuisine. I mean, they had mm-hmm. Mediterranean food. They had like Southern food. They had... Asian food, they had everything, everything you could think of. Crab legs. I think I had like a gyro macaroni. I had some pancakes with fried chicken and syrup. I had some kind of like Mexican chicken. It was like a cilantro mm-hmm. sauce. It was, yeah, it was really good. Literally a little bit of everything. And so love Wicked Spoon. That was the second time I went. Um, I went last year as well. Um, and enjoyed the food then. And I enjoyed it at this time as well. I mean, they had the dessert bar of your dreams, basically, you know, all the desserts you can think of cookies, cakes, gelato, you name it. It was there. Um, so we enjoyed, I mean, we were there for what, probably at least two to three hours, maybe. I don't even know how long it, how long hours, I think. Yeah. I mean, we were, it felt like we were there for forever, but anyway, so we really enjoyed our little breakfast slash well, again, again, brunch, um, with Andy and Nick. And then, um, just kind of hung out a little bit, relaxed a little bit, uh, and then went and what did we do after that? We just kind of hung out and then went to get ready for the game. Right. Yeah, we went back to Andy's room for a while, kind of hung out on the balcony. It was a really nice day. Mm -hmm. Um, watched some golf, which I was against. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, we went downstairs at one point to the, um, chandelier bar. That's what we did. We did something else. Like I know we did something else. Okay. Yeah. Went to the chandelier bar then went and got changed and stuff in order to go to the um, pregame party at the Orleans hotel for SFA, which was at the Bollowick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Bollywood pub had some dinner there. <coughs> Bless you. Had some dinner there. Enjoyed a little pregame meal. I enjoyed my dinner. Jacqueline and Andy had the same thing and they didn't like theirs, but. It wasn't the best. That's what you uh, get for eating pasta at a pub. Yeah. In hindsight, it wasn't the best option, but we were both trying to. Car- really? You have to yawn that loudly while I'm talking. You know, we were trying to car- carb load to prepare for our night of shenanigans. Um, so it was good thinking. It just wasn't, didn't deliver. But anyway. You had, you had good intentions. It just wasn't that great of a meal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goose is chilling in the background. Yeah, he's just photobombing away. It's fine. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, so fast forward to the game. Um, 
we'll talk about the game in a second, but we're just going to kind of, I'm going to pass, I'm going to fast forward through the rest of our Vegas vacation. Obviously went to the game, got the L, but after the game, we went to um, immediately, almost pretty much immediately went to the nightclub. We went back to Andy's hotel, uh, hung out there for just a second. And then we tried to ask him if we needed to change clothes. So we were still in our SFA like gear. Me and my SFA uh, t-shirt, Jacqueline was in her uh, cheerleading top that she had bought at the homecoming auction. And we tried to ask Andy like five times, like, do we need to go change? Is this like a really fancy nightclub? Like, do we need to look cute? Is there a dress code? Whatever. And he kept saying, no, 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 no. Which there really wasn't a dress code. But it probably would have made more sense if we did yeah. this. It was yeah. literally the most annoying conversation ever, though, because there was so much back and forth of, well, do you want to go change? And we're like, just tell us. Well, yeah, go ahead and change. But no, you could, you should just go ahead and come. We'll just all go together. Well, but what if, anyway, it was so frustrating. Sorry, love Andy. But that was like, yeah, biggest uh, deliberation to try to figure out. And we had brought all these cute outfits that we wanted to wear. But anyway. We did. And in hindsight, we should have changed because that would have turned that turned out to be our one like like club night. We had planned and were told that we were going to have many of those nights, but it really just kind of shoved all into one because since the guys lost, um, Uber Andy left early, and so we didn't get to go out and do as many nightclub club type atmosphere things that we had planned on going to do. So that we literally just shoved all of the nightclub experience into one night on Thursday night after the game. And let me tell you, I mean, we didn't get back to our hotel room until like what? four thirty, almost five o'clock. It was like four or something. Yeah. In the morning. Yes. In the, Oh, and we uh, were the first ones to leave. So yeah, I know. Oh, anyway. So we had a really good time at Zook. Uh, we saw, we, when we, as soon as we got there, first of all, any place that has like two levels of security, to get you into the damn door. And then you have to get like personally escorted to your VIP booth. You know, it's going to be a crazy cool place. So we get there and not only do we have to get bag checked and ID'd one stamp, then we have to go and get, well, the boys got wanded and we got bag checked and that's another level of security, another stamp. So we get two stamps on our arms. And then once our entire group got through that, then they had to lead us through the absolute, like just, it was like a maze, a sheer maze and just group of, of people just smacked like sardines into this nightclub. And I was like, where the f are they leading us? Like, I didn't know where we were going, but we were literally having to like hold hands and do like a hand chain so that we didn't lose our entire group as they were like bobbing and weaving us through this maze of people and, and, and VIP booths. Finally, we get to our booth. And then that's when it all goes downhill. The party started. Welcome, George, to Zoom. Welcome to George. <laughs> yeah, welcome, George, to Zook. So, yeah, it was it was a wild night. Uh, so the, there was a DJ playing when we got there. But what we didn't realize or what I didn't realize and put two and two together was that there was an actual, like, people had purchased tickets to this damn night at Zook for a DJ that's, like, a popular EDM DJ to go see this guy play or these guys play slander had never heard of them before in my life. And so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, pop, they're very popular with EDM. So if you listen to EDM, I'm sure you've heard of them, but we don't listen to EDM. So we didn't know. And so uh, it's not Jacqueline's type of music. I didn't give it. I was just, I was just fucking vibe. I was vibing. I just didn't care. Cause then, cause Andy started doing all these bottle services. Yeah. Broads dancing with bottles of, of, of tequila and bottles of whatever the heck was being ordered. And it was just an absolute time. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Me either. Not to that magnitude. Like, yeah, of course I've been to like nightclubs and bars and stuff, but nothing like what that was. It was the most wild experience. Just everything. So we're in, we're like literally right by the stage, first of all, our original booth. And then once like halfway through the slander set, we get to go up on the stage because there was another VIP booth that was like bigger and more space on the stage right next to the DJ booth. And I was like, oh shit. And he, you know, 
I'm short, you know, not the skinniest bitch. And so all the people are like jumping up onto the stage over the railing, getting up into the new VIP booth. And I was like, I took one look at that and I was like, ain't no way I'm going to get my ass up there. Ain't no way. So I told one of the bouncers, I was like, I'm going to need you to walk my ass around because there ain't no way that these short legs and this fat ass are jumping up over the thing. Ain't going to happen, sunshine. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, in retrospect, they should have just walked us all around because it would have oh, been God. It would have just been much easier and less of a calamity slash chance for people to fall over and get hurt. And plus, it was so loud in there. We miss you too, Caitlin. Um, it was so but, yeah. loud that at first when they just started telling us to go up there, I didn't, I didn't understand if we were completely... My shit with me. And plus, so, I had your jacket, my jacket, your purse, my purse, and I think someone else's jacket or purse. I'm like, do I need to bring all of this shit with me? <laughs> Finally, we figured it out. But anyway. Very confusing. But we finally got up there. It but it was a time. It was a time. It was wild. Had a really good time. Um, drinks were good. Our little waitress that had no tits and pasties was was great. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but she was a nice girl. She kept asking if I was having fun, if the drinks were good, and I said, "Yeah, you're doing great. Keep." Yeah, keep she doing. was nice. She was and really. She was super sweet. And you know what? Andy was not wrong that like with the amounts of oxygen that they pump in there, like you really don't get tired. Because I thought Ooh. by that I would be dead, and I was like. Wide awake, couldn't have told you it was 3.30 a.m. Like Literally, when, when the lights started coming on, and as soon as I left to go to the bathroom right at the end, as soon as the set was done, I was like, I looked down at my watch and my phone. I was like, it's 3.30? What? I could go for four more hours. Like, I could go till the sun came up. So you're right, 100%. I mean, maybe we should just continue. Maybe we should just, like, keep oxygen with us, like, anywhere we go. So that way we can just go all night. Cause you're, I mean, I could have, I could have stayed up for several more hours. The only, the only reason that we called it and Alex can attest to this is I was like, it's, it's 4 AM and the ladies play at noon. So like eight hours, eight hours till game time. Like I can't, I can't stay out and get less than like four hours of sleep and get up for this game. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And at that point I was like, this is our first night out in Vegas for Alex and I, I mean, it was Andy's second night, but I'm like, we don't have to cram all of Vegas into one night. Like we got like four more nights. Let's just call it a night. But I think Andy knew he was going to have to cut his trip short because, you know, he's got a wife and kiddos at home and no, no more guys games. So I, I think he was trying to cram all of Vegas into one night and I was not. I was right. like, we got more nights to go, but right, right. now it makes sense. It made sense now. Yeah. If we would have known then what we knew after the fact, then I'm like, okay, fine. Let's all cram it into one night. But yeah, no, but it was still a fun time. It was just, it was, I, I was laughing. I was just vibing the whole night, the whole time we were there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know what song's happening. I don't know what the fuck we're listening to. I didn't care. I was just sitting on the, I was sitting on the VIP booth up on the little, like the little ledge there, just like drinking my drink and just doing this the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked like an absolute dumpster fire because I had my hair down for the game and then I had it in the little piggies and it was getting, it was starting to give me a headache once we got in there. And I was like, I can't get a headache in this place because I'll never survive. So I took them out and then put space buns in. And then, and then I was like head banging. And then the space buns started like going all which ways and falling. And I was like, I look like a hot mess express. <laughs> And then I had on, you know, the SFA shirt. All these other bitches has like cute jackets and shirts and tank and sh just they're dressed all cute. And then you have me in a damn T-shirt and leggings. I was like, yeah. And then we're the ones in the VIP booth. I know, right? Slouchiest ones in there. And we're literally, like literally looked like I just rolled out of like bed and came to the fucking nightclub. And we're the ones in the nicest VIP booth. And I looked like I cheered a game and then came up there. So exactly. It was just the fun. It was the funniest experience. I was, la I was just having a good time. I was just laughing, drinking my drinks, enjoying it, enjoying the moment. Cause not often can you have that nice of an experience in a Vegas nightclub on our salary. <laughs> no. Anyway. So after that, uh, we, like Jacqueline said, we had woke up for the, you know, the, the guy, the girls game the next day, which of course we won. Um, and then went to the next, 
you know, game on Saturday, the the championship game. We sat on the court for both of those games, and that was that was a nice time. That was good. That was fun. Really enjoyed that. Glad we were there for that. And we were able to stay throughout the weekend. That way, we could go to those games um, and watch the girls win, which was again nice to celebrate with them. They deserve it. Kicking ass, taking names. Um, and yeah, we just had a nice time. The rest of the time, we were kind of just did more touristy stuff, things that. Jacqueline had never been to Vegas. So there were things that she wanted to see, like go to the Vegas sign. And, you know, we had a nice uh, dinner. Our uh, last night there at Spago. Yeah. We went to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant and it was worth all of the many pennies that we paid for it, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It was delicious. And that's what our background is. That was our fancy night out. Um, over there by the Bellagio fountains. And we took a picture. We had the, one of the waiters take a picture of us and um, the the fountains were actually going off during the picture. So it was a really cool spot. Take a picture. So yeah, had a really nice time. All in all had a great time. Obviously wish we would have been able to come back on Monday at our normal time, but there was bad weather in Texas. And so we were delayed a few hours basically. Um, And then even a little bit longer than what we had thought once we got to Dallas it was the longest travel day and it was really really long i've traveled internationally and had layovers and delays and what and this was still one of the longest travel days i've ever had my entire life because we got uh hold on it was on our layover right yeah in austin Mm -hmm. they told us we're gonna be delayed for two hours well then after well then i go wander off for food which mind you i paid twenty dollars for a cold sandwich and a gatorade and chips but i digress (laughs) Uh, I digress. At that point, I was just like, because nothing was open in the restaurant, which it was like 9 p.m. I'm like, why is everything closed? Anyway. But it, that also confuses me, too. It's like it's a it's an airport. It's open 24-7, 365. You should have a restaurant or something open, hot food all the time. And that's what I was thinking, too, is like, I'm not saying that every restaurant has to be open 24 hours. But they could do a cycle of having one, like a rotation of having at least just one open. Anyways, I agree. Then after less than an hour, they're like, oh, never mind. Go ahead and get on the plane, even though we told you you're going to be sitting here two hours. So like I didn't even have my phone with me. Thank God I have my Apple Watch because Alex like texting me like, come back. We're boarding. I'm back over there. We rushed onto the plane to sit on the plane for an hour. Yes. Then we finally take off at the time they told us we're going to take off. So they could have just let us sit there. But anyway, then probably the longest wait I've ever had for baggage, like 45 minutes at least. Oh yeah. That was, that was wild. Yeah. I mean, between. Yeah. By the time we left, it was like midnight probably, I think. And then what should have been like a two hour drive was like three hours plus because it was the foggiest conditions I've ever seen in my entire life. The entire drive. Yeah. So I was driving like 50 and a 70 because I, I couldn't see more than two car lengths in front of me and there were deer everywhere. Yeah. Poor thing. She couldn't see. She couldn't. I mean, I, and she and like I've driven through really thick fog and the, the fog was pretty thick. But normally once you're when you're driving through fog, like it's only thick for like, um, you know, maybe half a mile or a mile and then it's gone. Like you're done with the fog. No, it was foggy the entire way home. Like she said, it was it was I've never seen fog that much fog in my life. It was wild. So we got, we got about less than, less than four hours of sleep and then got up and I drove Alex back tonight to get Gabby and do my, my weekly status zoom for work at 10 AM. So yeah, it was, it was a long, it's a long day. Then I came back and spent most of the day cleaning, deep cleaning my apartment. Cause you know, the cats were here for six days without anyone. So yeah. So that was pretty much our trip summed up in the easiest way possible that we could portray it. And if you saw our snaps and saw our posts and stuff while we were there, then you kind of know what was going on. But anyway, well, we so yeah. And we got, you know, we got to hang out some with uh, Maria, David's girlfriend and her mom, Ruba, mm-hmm. and David and his dad, Bob and his brother, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got to meet up one night with our boy AB. He used to work mm-hmm. at hang out with him some because uh, his new school Boise is in the Mountain West, and they were playing their tournament there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all in all, we got we got to have some fun. And of course, we hung out with Corey. Don't 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 we forget did. Corey. Yeah. We well, his trip kind of overlapped ours, and 
he went and did some crazy things without us, but we did, we did make the most of it while he was there. So yeah, we did, but yeah, it was a fun trip. We're excited for next year. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, now we kind of know what to expect in regards to games and, and, you know, six days in Vegas is a lot. I mean, I'll even say that because that last time I was in Vegas, I was there for about five days. And after five days I was done. And so sweet spots about three to four, but that's hard when it's a tournament when you don't know, exactly when you're playing, what times, and you have to book your travel ahead of time so that you're not paying out the butthole. So it's just hard. And yeah, when you're trying to do it on a budget, you know, we're just going for whatever's the cheapest there and back flights, whether if it's, you know, (laughs) five days or six days, we don't know. Anyway, so let's get to talking about the game. So that was our trip. Let's talk about the game. Not going to be the most lengthy discussion about the game. Cause we just, you know, the season's over. We're going to play in the CBI. There's, we're not going to dwell on this last game. Yeah. It sucked and it stunk, but what are you going to do? It's over done with. We're still whack regular season champs, co-champs. So that we are. Okay. So we of course played Abilene Christian Going into that game, they were nine and six in whack play. Uh, they were number six seed. Their first game, they beat number seven, Utah Valley, which is the game that Alex and I went to Wednesday night. They won 82 74. Then they, of course, beat us, which we were number three. They beat us 76 to 62 on Thursday. Then on Friday, they beat number two, Seattle U, by two points. And then Saturday in the championship game, which was their fourth game in four days, they lost to number one in Mexico State, 66-52. Um, so, of course, I mean, we, we were pulling for them to – I mean, happy to see New Mexico State win because obviously they won their first game in the tournament tournament looked really strong. Um, but, you know, we have a little personal connection with ACU. So, we, we were pulling for them. That was just – it was too, too many games and too many days and – New Mexico State is really strong, so it was just too mm-hmm. much. But anyhow, okay, so our starters, the usual starters last several games, Gavin, David, Calvin, Trell, and Derek. We did lose 76-62. to The attendance there at the Orleans Arena for that game was 2,623. Um, you want me to go ahead and go on into the stats since we're not really doing wax standings for any purpose? All right. Yeah, um, wax standing okay. over. <laughs> yeah. So our overall field goal percentage was not too good at 35.3%. Our three-point percentage, also not super fantastic at 27.8%. Our free throw percentage was, dare I say, one of the highest, if not the highest, of the season at 87.5%. Uh Points in the paint, this is this is one of the areas where we really hurt only 22. We had 20 points off of turnovers, only nine second chance points, 11 fast break points, 21 bench points. We did out-rebound them. Our total rebounds were 32, uh, out-rebounded them by five. Our offensive boards were 11, and defensive boards were 21. We had 23 fouls. 22 turnovers. They had only 15 turnovers. We had five steals and six blocks. Our, goose, shush, honey. Our game leader uh, was Gavin with 15 points, seven rebounds, one assist, two blocks, two steals. Uh, solid little performance. David and Jalen <clears throat> each had nine points. David had three rebounds, one assist, and Jalen had two rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal. Uh, and then I do want to give a little shout out to our, our highest rebounders after Gavin was Derek with five and Day Day with four. And that's our stats. And that's our stats. So rolling into feats of strength, mine are, you know, a lot of it's it's trip related. There's just a few that I wanted to mention for the game because, again, the game wasn't the best. So, um Main one for the game, though, is is going to be the the bench points. You know, at twenty one points, um, you know, most of those coming from, uh, you know, Jalen and of course uh, Nana with six points as well. Um, 
not too many bench points or not uh, too many um, points in the paint, which is wild to me, but we'll all talk about that later. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised though, but yeah. So Abilene Christian, they had multiple players in, or only two players in double digits, but uh, we did cause them 15 turnovers, which I thought was good. Um, just wish that we didn't have as many, but there's that. Um, uh, let's see, what else? Other positives from the game itself. Um, you know, of course, Gaben with the 15 points, seven rebounds, you know, very close to a double-double, but just not there yet. Um, also, we had uh, – he did really well on his free throws, seven of eight. And then, of course, uh, I mean, our free throw percentage was was pretty freaking great. I just wish the rest of our percentages were as good as our free throw percentage. I mean, multiple players were 100% from free throws. Nana, um, uh, Derek, David, Derek, exactly, yeah. So we had a lot of players who were 100% from free throws and or just missed one. Um, so free throws is a high point for me. Um, bench points were a high point for me. Um and just overall, the experience of Whack Vegas was an overall high point for me. I think, yeah, even though the guys didn't win, I just think the experience itself was really, really just a fun time. It was cool to meet people that we had talked with on on you know social media. Um, you know, finally met Kyle. Went down and sat in a media row with him at the championship guys game. Enjoyed doing that. Um, talking with other people that we had conversed with and talked with on Instagram and Twitter. Um, most of them from New Mexico. Um, yeah. So it, it was just a really cool New Mexico state, excuse me, Jesus, don't get dragged. Um, but yeah, it, 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 my other feats of strength is just, it's, is the girls game watching them win, being on the floor both times was, was really fun and exciting. Um, shout out to the hospitality suite as well. They had really good food for us to munch on and nibble on during the games. Um, they also provided, you know, drinks and waters and things like that. So shout out to, shout out to the WAC and also for, for getting us our, our media passes. That was really fun. We appreciate that as well. Enjoy that. Just really excited for next year to do it again, to go back. Um, and, and hopefully men come out with a different, um, different result and the girls continue to their dominance in the WAC would be great as well. So just a really fun experience. I cannot wait to do it again. I, we obviously wish we could be either at the girls or the guys games in the tournaments that are happening right now, but being in the Vegas for six days, there's just no way that we could afford to go to either one of those, either Tucson or uh, the men's and Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, would have been a little much. Wish we could, but wish we could. Wish we could afford it. It just impossible. Yeah, impossible. So um, yeah, so yeah. The I mean, the overall experience was just really fun. I'll get. I'll give a few good game notes. The few that we have, and then I'll, yeah. I'll do some general ones. But um, I will say we did start off so strong at the very very beginning of the game. Very true. Um, Right off the tip, David, big game Dave with a three. Then the very, you know, very next possession down the court, Gavin gets a steal past to David for a layup um, to give us a 5-0 lead. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. And just didn't didn't last for long. But um, no. like you said, free throw percentage, awesome. Um, Solid performance from Gavin, almost a double-double, like you said. David and Jalen both with the nine points. Jalen had a really solid <clears throat> solid game across the board, and Derek and Day with all the, the rebounds was nice. Um, almost everyone got a little bit of playing time, all, all the usual players who we do see, um, so that was nice. Uh, and then just overall, it, we really did – and. Uh, Alex and I discussed this with Bob one day at lunch, but um, the guys really did have a very tough schedule this season. So that's, that's something noteworthy to mention. Cause I, I don't really think a lot of people um, really realize 
what a tough season we we did have. Um, and so by the end, I mean, you know, it gets tiring because we had we played South Dakota State, we played Buffalo, we played Liberty, St. Louis, Louisiana Monroe, the Kansas game, um, and that was all just non-conference games then you know we joined a brand new conference that we had no idea how we were going to do in um we uh, i think had tried to realistically prepare ourselves to not be on top like we normally are and then by yeah. god we finished with a share of the the regular season title exactly i couldn't agree more I and mean, i'm glad you mentioned that too i i mean we at the beginning of this season, even before this season started, as soon as we moved to the WAC, I mean, we Jacqueline and I had a realistic conversation too, saying like, there's an absolutely good chance that we're not going to finish at the top of the pack this year, just because it's a new conference, the competition's a lot stronger. And of course we are going into this conference season with, um, of course we have three returning seniors, which was great, but also um, a lot of new guys. And then also a whole new coaching staff minus Keller. So it was just like, you know, it, it was going to be a crapshoot. We weren't sure how it was going to go. We were optimistic. We were hopeful for the best, but also prepared for the worst too. So it was just a absolute, you know, sheer, I'm not going to say sheer luck, but I mean, that last 11 game win streak at the end of the season, just out of nowhere was, was fantastic and, a, and in the best possible way. And so, but we weren't expecting it, but we were very thankful and happy for it too. So, I mean, it was just, it was just a wild season from start to finish. Um, there were a lot of games that I wish we could have back, including the tournament game. Um, but yeah. it's just, it's almost virtually impossible to play the same team three times in a season and, and win all three times. Well, and that, that was my last note is, you know, ACU is such a tough team and we, we barely beat them both of the times we beat them in the regular season. So literally, literally like almost buzzer beaters both times, like at the very end of the game, we just, just barely narrowly just beat them narrowly every single time. They're like the mirror image of us almost in every single yeah. way when it comes to offensive strategy, defensive strategy, you know, they are almost exactly the same as us. And it's really hard to play ourselves. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's just hard especially three times in three times in a season. It's very difficult yeah. to three times in a season. Going into the tournament, that was literally the first thing my dad said when he saw the bracket is he's like, mm -hmm. I just don't want to end up with ACU because we've, we've barely scraped it by twice. And I just don't know if we'll get lucky to do it three times. Um, exactly. Sure. You know, and exactly, exactly. And I mean, I, I was, it was almost like it was hard because I was battling against myself whenever we were watching the ACU game when they were playing Utah Valley, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, who do we want? Like, do we want a ACU team that by the time they've gotten to us had played two games, they may be tired, they may be kind of, you know, kind of lethargic. Hmm. They'd only play one. We were the second game. They don't right. Really Ours would be the second. Like, that, that have, you know, might have tired legs, don't know. Or do we want to play, you know, Utah Valley, similar situation, but – we only played them one time this season. Yeah. You know, not twice. And we were able to successfully kind of snuff out their main player when they played us. So I was like, who do we want? I don't know. So anyway, it was just, it was, uh, it was tough to watch that game just because, I mean, obviously we did not play our best, which kind of leads us into, the grievances. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about it. You. So obviously there's uh, there's a lot of things I can I can grieve about and 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 be upset about, but uh, there's nothing I can do about it now. Obviously, the, the season's over, regular season's over, tournament's over. Now they're in postseason play um, in a, in a tournament. So I, the main issue I had with this game was we just looked so the beginning was great. Like Jacqueline mentioned earlier, like we started off strong, it was looking good. And then I don't know what happened where the time of death was, but it was in the first quarter. It was in the first half. 
something happened in that first half that from ever since that point on, we just looked tired, lethargic. I mean, we weren't getting anything. Like our our shots were not falling and theirs were. Simple as that. You know, they were killing us on defense, absolutely murdering us on defense. I mean, they caused 22 turnovers. Um, we had fouls out the rear. Uh, David fouled out, which that's a whole nother story that we have. Um, Calvin was at four. You had uh, Nana at three. You had Dede at three. You had Gavin at three. You had Trell at three. I mean, we had 23 personal fouls, but so did they. So I can't really bitch too much other than the fact that David fouled out, which is really funny because didn't David talk to his girlfriend about fouling out in this last game? Didn't she tell us about that? I can't remember. I think it, I, I don't remember if she was, if it was uh, the night before, whenever we found out we were playing ACU that I think she had said, she goes, if we play ACU, David's like, I'm going to foul out in this game. I know it. And he did because again, that's why the fouling is so high because they both, we both play such intense defense. Yeah. And so it's to be expected. People are going to foul and there's going to be a ton of fouls and someone most likely you're going to foul out and just happened to be David. Um, so other things to obviously talk about were our shots. Our shots were not falling. I mean, Trell, I love you, babe, but you were two of seven from the three. Jalen, two of six from the three. Just not good. Not good. Ugh, it was just bad. Um, Jalen was also two of nine, just field goals, too. I mean, this is it being similar, but just total two of nine. Um, we only had 22 points in the paint. That is disastrous. Absolutely disastrous. We have said this, yeah, we have said this all year, all year, that if we don't have at least 30 to 40 points in the paint or more, chances are we're not going to win the game. So they shut down our post player. They shut down, you know, Gavin. They shut down Nana. They shut down. I mean, we were just not getting anything in the paint. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And, again, you want to beat us? We're telling you that's how you beat us. Just they, they, they did their preparation. They did their research. They watched film. They saw what had happened the past couple games that we played them. They knew what to do. They knew what to do. And for some reason, I don't know what point it was in that first half. I couldn't pinpoint it one specific time. Maybe Jacqueline, maybe Jacqueline knows, but something happened and we just continually faltered from there. And couldn't we just got into a hole points-wise and we could not dig ourselves out. Couldn't. Not even in the second half when we're a second half team. Couldn't do it. Yeah, no, my my overall grievance, and I mean this just, you, you don't even have to be good at math. We're not good at math, and this tells you all you need to know. We shot only 35.3% from the field, and they shot 53%, and we only took two more shots than them. So, I mean, we're taking almost the same amount of shots, and we're only making 35%, and they're making 53%. There you go. Then from the three-point line, we shot 27, and they shot 46. So, again – not hard math. We just, we just weren't making shots. Um, started off very strong and then we just, the shots weren't falling and I don't, I don't know when exactly the wheels fell off, but we just lost steam. Um, and not related to our play, but major grievance, grievance, the ESPN app, I will complain about it again. It is the absolute worst. It is the worst. Like, I literally, not that I probably even really wanted to rewatch the game, so maybe it's, like, a little hidden surprise, but um, guys, yeah. I, I didn't rewatch this game because I literally did not have time today because when I started watching it, and you can ask Alex because I Snapchat it to her, I mean, I would get, like, five seconds of playing time and then, like, three to four seconds of buffering. Five seconds of play time, three to four seconds of buffering. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I mean, it would have taken me as long as the game actually took in real life to replay it back, even fast forwarding through the commercials because of all the buffering. So yeah. I just scrolled through the the stats and the game notes, and most of our game notes were subs, missed shots, or turnovers, which doesn't doesn't make for a win. Um, no, it doesn't. And, I mean, again, I, we, we're the biggest fans of this team through and through, good and bad. But, I mean, 
a monkey, a, a freaking toddler could could have seen the that it was just not going to go our way. Like as, literally, as soon as halftime, I just kind of sat down and I was like, "All right, well, we're just going to enjoy the rest of this game, just being here and just experiencing the moment because it's just not going to go our way. It's just the game was not going our way, and that happens. It happens, you know." March is wild, you know, anybody can win, doesn't matter who it is. And of course, there's always next year, of course. I mean, again, there's no sour grapes here towards the team, just didn't go our way. I have, I have no qualms or ill will, to, ill will towards any of the teams. ACU just went on a run. They were hot in the tournament, and that happens. It happens. It happens. You know, you have a lower seed who just absolutely just gets on a roll and is on fire. And you, what, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. And that's just how it goes. Same thing in the NCAA tournament. We're seeing right now lower seeds are kicking higher seeds as butt. Yeah. There have been some good upsets so far. Exactly. I mean, Kentucky got shocked yeah. and surprised and upset. I mean, St. Peter, who the Love to see it. Love to see it. Exactly. So it's just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I am not mad at all. Obviously in the moment I was disappointed. I'm sure as long, along with the rest of Jack nation and and I'm sure the team as well, they were probably disappointed in themselves, but it's going to happen. I do have one funny story during the nightclub night on Thursday, Jacqueline sure remembers this. Uh, So one of the guys in our group was started talking to a girl yeah. Okay. And this is my final grievance. Um, was talking to a girl and all of a sudden I heard her say something about like, oh, well, take the L like you fucking lost and you suck. And I turned around and I looked at her and I was like, excuse the f- out of me. Uh, I'm sorry. Where did that come from? Apparently this broad was an ACU fan out of nowhere. And I'm like, you, she did not just freaking just sit sit down here drinking our drinks and our liquor, and start bitching and and calling us losers when bitch you're sitting here drinking our liquor at the VIP tent table. Yeah, I was like, that's my grievance. Listen, for for future references, if you want to like sidle your way into a VIP booth and drink their booze, maybe don't talk shit to them about the game they just lost. Maybe. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm ready to get in a fight tonight. Like Me too. literally no. I was, a, I literally, if she didn't move her fat ass and again, out of the way, I literally, this is all I did. I just, I honestly just kept creeping close, closer to her. And then I just started dancing and shoving my butt in her face until she felt uncomfortable enough to get the fuck out. Because I'm sorry, you're not going to sit down next to me where I'm sitting with my friends and start talking shit about my team while you're drinking our booze. That is not going to happen. That is not going to happen under my watch. And I will make you feel uncomfortable as fuck. Or I will say something and then most likely get kicked out of this nightclub. Because then I'm going to fucking start swinging. I'm sorry. You don't do that shit. You just don't do that. Like, why win the game and then start talking shit to other people? Shouldn't you just be celebrating and not worrying about what other people are doing? And you know what? Us in ACU, I feel like have a very friendly, like... Report. It's like in front of me. It was very unwarranted. I felt like I was we didn't like, even say anything to her. Like, y'all. Like, we kind of get along pretty well because two yeah. of coaches are from SFA. So like, yeah, there's absolutely no bad blood. Like we cheered yes. them so hard last year when they made it to the tournament. We did. We were very excited for them. And then we even cheered for them in the final game versus New Mexico State. And it wasn't again anything against New Mexico State necessarily. We just were cheering for ACU because we have ties to the team. We have no ties to New Mexico State. So we were cheering for the team we had ties for. Simple yep. as that. Personal Simple as that. Too. Two personal connections. One of our great friends, Antonio, which we had on the podcast, is a coach. And then Brett Tanner used to coach at SFA too. So again, like these are connections that – New Mexico State doesn't have for us, so I'm sorry. Like that's who we were cheering for. Yeah, and I, now- I thought it was wild that she came and talked shit since we, we don't like we don't not get along with them. I was just like, what? Are you I was fine with ACU, you know, winning. Like I was like, all right, you know, they have the better team, so be it. Fine, whatever. 
said nothing to nobody. As we were leaving the game, I was like, congrats, you know, good game. You guys deserve that dub. Have a nice day on our merry way. This just came out of nowhere left field. And I was like, why? Why? Like, we're over here just enjoying the music and drinking a drink. Like, you didn't have to come over here, plop your down, your ass down next to us and just start talking shit. Like, that's not how this works, babe. Yeah, that's how it works. Now, if I started something and I said something, then that's different. But I didn't. Right. She quickly oh. found her way over to a different uh, VIP booth, so. Yeah, with some other 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 dude's tongue down her throat. Anyway. So one word to sum up the entire game slash trip. So I wrote two, one for the game, one for the trip. So my game word was shite. This wasn't great. It was kind of shite. Wasn't the best. I love the boys. You are my favorites. I love you so much, but it was shite. Uh, the trip itself, badass. Had a great time. Enjoyed it. Glad Jacqueline got to enjoy her first time in Vegas. Um, had fun with our friends. Good time. Yeah, so my word for the game was deflated because I, I just kind of felt like, you know, it just took the yeah. wind out of our sails. It was a little yeah. deflating. And it was like like we've said already in this episode. Um, I mean, we had a great season, so I'm not I'm not like yeah. basing the whole season off this one game. Obviously nope. the one that happens to matter the most, but all the other ones build up to that. And we had a great season. Uh we had a really tough schedule. We got to do some really cool things. We got to go to Kansas, which was a bucket list item for me. Right. Uh, we got some really great wins. We were surprised by some, you know, some players that we just didn't know, um, hadn't seen play before. Uh, Jalen, Dayday, and Derek, all three, super, super impressive that we just, we had no idea what to expect because we'd never seen them play. Um, so it was a great, great season, but you know, uh, we, we want it for the guys too. And it was, you know, it's always sad. We don't, we don't want it to end like that for them. And I felt so bad for David that he fell out because I'm sure he felt bad, but I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. And some games is what that is. um, what wasn't going to change the outcome of that game. So, um, that's that the word for me, for the trip, uh, I think I would just say wild, um, <laughs> Just, it was Vegas. Like, I should just say Vegas. Um, but like Alex said, we, I mean, we had fun with so many people. We, we got to hang out with Corey a good bit. Uh, we got to hang out with Andy for about 24 hours. Um, Nick got to hang out with Bob a lot, Maria and Ruba a lot. Got to hang out with David and Matt a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a good time. And, you know, I don't know. We we kind of said we, we feel like Bob and Maria and Ruba and David and Matt and them are all just kind of like family now. Like it's it's like the SFA men's basketball family. Like we we love we love the guys. We love hanging out with them and their families and Yeah. Absolutely love love the Capoe's family. Love them so much. Like yeah, like I feel like we're just kind of part of their family now, like kind of didn't ask for it, but we are now. Um, Here we <laughs> are. Here we are. Like, they're great. They're super sweet. So nice. Very welcoming. Like, again, uh, where else do you get to hang out the whole day with one of the players' dads? Like, we literally just hung out with Bob all day Sunday, basically. Had lunch, went touristy, walked around with him, went to the went to the fabulous uh, Las Vegas sign with him. I mean, they were staying in a hotel, so it was easy to, to meet up with them different nights. And so like, it was just fun. It was fun. You know, what other, what power five school, power six school, can you say that you were, you were able to hang out with the players, hang out with their families, text them, have their numbers in your phone, be, you know, be around them, hang out with them outside of basketball stuff. Like how many people can say that they do that? Yeah, exactly. Which makes it all the, that much harder to say goodbye to them once they're gone. You know, yeah. when they graduate, when they move on, it sucks. Like, I wished we would have had this relationship with them earlier on so that we could be with them. But at the same time, it probably would have been even harder to say goodbye, especially since they live so far away in PA. It stinks. But I know where they live now, and we're going to freaking go up there because I'm my family's from PA. So we're going to come up there, and we're going to visit you guys. Definitely gonna make a trip. Okay. 
I forgot one last good thing about the trip. Also, I'm I'm really glad that we did. I mean, we we've just we've been doing this podcast for four years and we've never once thought about applying for media credentials, even though we are media. It's just never crossed our mind. Like we just don't think about it that way. No. Um, and Daryl told us why don't Daryl, yeah, media credentials. And so we're like, oh shit, duh. Um, so we did and we got them and we, we kind of eased in this trip. I feel like on actually like using them. Yeah. Um, so we only went sat in the media section once we didn't go into any of the, the press conferences, but I think next year we'll kind of feel like confident enough and have our bearings to go in there and ask some questions and like really get into it. And I think it'll be fun. And we got to meet, you know, Kyle in person. Finally, um, we got to like, few of our followers mm-hmm. um, say that again sorry we met bill he's also a new mexico state uh guy who does stuff for um for their team and then randomly randomly the assistant athletic director for new mexico came up and introduced himself to us yeah and i was like he was like i see you guys on twitter all the time just wanted to come up and say hi i'm like Okay. <laughs> we felt semi-famous. Like I was like, and hello. It was like, yeah, I'm the assistant, uh, dire- assistant athletic director, whatever the, you know, if that means shit around here. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he was a trip. I wish I would remember his name. We'll have to look it up and look him up and, and try yeah. to find him on Twitter. Ooh, it was just funny. It was just a funny little moment. I was just like, hi. Anyway. And that's the last good thing I'll say is I feel like, Really, when we were and we've discussed this, I think I can't remember if we discussed it with Bob or if I discussed it with my dad. Anyway, it's all it's all blurring together. The it's last all blurring together, yeah. Um, but I feel like in the Southland, there there just wasn't that much um, engagement between schools and fans and whatnot. It was really kind of just us, cat fans, and then the NSU Demons account. Really, yeah, the only ones yeah. who got in the mix. But I feel like with the WAC, there's I mean, we've just made so many connections with Kyle and with Daryl and then with all these <clears throat> people on on Twitter that follow their schools. And I just feel like there's a lot more like engagement back and forth. And that's been really, really cool. And we had even like a few a few New Mexico State fans reach out to us on Twitter before we went, which y'all know I don't get on the Twitter as much. So I don't I don't I'm not familiar with these people. But one very nice lady messaged us and said, I bought uh, pass for the whole tournament, but I'm not going to get there until whatever day. So if y'all want to use my tickets before then, let me know. I'll send them to you. So that was really kind. I mean, she's never met us. She didn't have to do that. We didn't get to meet her in person, but, um, and then another nice lady from New Mexico state, I can't remember if she messaged us or something. Um, I was like, Oh, hope to meet y'all. But anyway, it was just like, it wasn't like that in the Southland. So I think that's been really cool. It really wasn't. I, I agree. Um, I, I think this is the guy. Is this the guy? Was I that him? Yeah, it had to be. Yep. Had to be, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, there was two deputy there was two deputy ADs, and I was like, the first one I, I clicked on, I was like, that didn't look like him. I think I remember him saying his name was Chet. Okay, yeah, because this is not the guy. For sure. Mm-mm. No, yeah, so it has to be it has to be Chet. That's hilarious. Okay, so we're gonna have to find Chet on Twitter. Twitter. Chet's yeah. bitch. What a fucking name. Oh yeah, there he is. There's a Twitter name. Oh, I didn't click on it. I wasn't quick enough. All right. Um, I'll I'll do it after we're done. But anyway, so yeah, he came up and met us. I think okay, so I forgot my last grievance was I love you, Southwest, for your for your cheap airfare and your two double bags that we can get. But F you on losing two of my F, my SFA shirts. Oh, have they ever followed up on that or no? Not yet. Not yet. So we get to Vegas and I noticed that my zipper is open on my suitcase. And I was like, ah, okay. Not really thinking much of it. Maybe I got searched. Whatever happens sometimes when you're flying. So I just closed it and we went on our merry way. Get to the hotel, open my suitcase to take some of the stuff out to hang it up so that it's not wrinkly um, or getting more wrinkly. And I noticed that there are multiple SFA shirts of mine that I brought to wear throughout the week gone. My lady Jack shirt that I purchased, I bought a lady Jack shirt, a homemade one. Um, that's like, I heart lady Jack's on it. Lady Jack basketball gone. 
My Under Armour SFA basketball shirt that I bought for Kansas, gone. So yeah, I was not pleased. So that's why I had to re-wear a couple shirts throughout the t- throughout the week, and then I ended up having to buy a, a Las Vegas shirt and a WAC conference shirt just so I would have other clothes to wear. Because again, a lot of the stuff that I brought were like cute clothes for like going out and like sightseeing and like doing other stuff, not clothes to wear to the SFA game because I brought those separately. Like those were separate clothes, but then I didn't have those to wear. So I was not pleased. I haven't heard back from them. I don't know if they're going to be found or returned. I have no idea. (sighs) At least I have a whole nother season in order for me to get two new basketball shirts. But I was really mad because I bought that damn lady Jack shirt that was specifically handmade for the lady Jack's games. And I couldn't even wear it. I know, and you hadn't even worn it yet. No, I hadn't even I hadn't even tried it on. Yeah, that sucks. Meanwhile, y'all know I brought enough clothing for like two weeks worth, two or three outfits a day. Especially if I mix and matched, I could have I could have spent a whole month in Vegas. You could have. You had a shit ton of clothing, and, and I just didn't wear hardly. I, I know, and I and I I didn't even. There was a couple outfits that I brought that I didn't wear either because I brought them for like going out. I was like, I can't wear this just to walk around Vegas. Like, it's a cute outfit to wear to a nightclub or to a bar or something. And so I was I was angry at myself because I was like, I should have packed more just like cute regular t-shirts and not relied so much on my SFA shit. Whatever. Because I ended up losing it. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway. It's okay. It's all right. But anyway, so uh, moving forward, obviously, we have the girls that are playing in the NCAA tournament. Uh, their first game is tomorrow. Uh, they're playing in Tucson. So for the people that were able to go, love it. Congrats. Hope you have a great time. Represent us well. Um, they're playing tomorrow at 630, I believe. Yeah. Um, and we're playing North Carolina, so the Tar Heels. And then you can watch that, I believe, on ESPN News. or uh, it might be on, like, TBS or something. Hold on. I'll look. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what channel it's on. Jacqueline's going to look it up. Um, and then, of course, the guys are playing tomorrow afternoon at 1.30 against uh, in the CBI, the College Basketball Invitational. Um, and we are the number four seed. We're playing UNC Asheville at 1.30 on Flow Sports, and that makes me want to absolutely vom because Flow Sports sucks. Anyway. We haven't had the best uh, experience using close sports in the past, but uh, my cousin is now working for them. So hopefully it'll be good. And if not, we know who to talk to. Um, so I'm very confused because in the ESPN app for the ladies game tomorrow, it says ESPN in. That's news. ESPN news. Oh, but that's weird. I'm, that's just weird. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be on ESPN news. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I had read it earlier and I was like, okay, that's ESPN news. ESPN N is ESPN news. So that'll be on tomorrow. Um, and then, yeah. So there's watch parties around for both uh, or for just the girls games. I don't think they're doing any watch parties for the guys. Um, but if you want to watch the guys again, they're on flow sports tomorrow. Have fun with that. We're going to try and play it at the damn brewery. I don't know. I can't remember how much it is, but I, I think you do have to pay for it online to watch that. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you do. Can't remember how much it was last time we had to do that. Yeah, I hate flow sports so much. I cannot. Ooh. 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 Fuck you, CBI. Anyway, so here's to both the Lady Jacks and the Lumberjacks winning tomorrow. Hopefully, we get some dubs and they keep dancing and they keep playing. Cheers. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So that is it. That is the recap of our Vegas trip and the game. (sighs) Depending on how much, how the games go tomorrow, we may have one more episode or we may have a few more episodes. Just depends on how the games go and how we do. So it's up in the air. Hopefully we get the win and we keep playing, keep dancing and keep going. Um, of course, we'll be watching the Lady Jacks and, and talking about them as well. Um, but, you know, we're obviously a guy's podcast, so we'll be focusing mainly on them. So fingers crossed. 
Love it. All right, guys. You hope, hope you have a great day. Great weekend. Watch the Jacks and the Lady Jacks tomorrow. One on Flow Sports. One on ESPN News. Both at different times. So don't, there's no crossover or lo- overlap. You don't have to worry about that. Um, and as always, let's act some Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Adios, everyone.